You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this episode, I reveal the five things to have in place so you can feel confident going all the way in on your online business and the one and only thing you truly need to quit your nine to five. I've shared these strategies with my clients and they've helped hundreds of women quit their nine to fives. And now I'm sharing them with you. If you're still in that corporate grind and you're not sure, when is the time to ditch your cubicle and embrace the laptop lifestyle? Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. Welcome back to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you how to know when it's time to quit your nine to five. Now, I am going to be giving you lots of practical steps and things that you can check off your list and then you'll know, okay, right, I can quit my nine to five. But I want to kind of let you in on a little secret, which is you are going to quit your nine to five when you make the decision to quit your nine to five. You can have all of the checklists in the world. You can have all the money in the bank, all of the clients lined up. But if you are not willing to go there and do the scary thing, you're never going to quit your job. Because the thing is, it's not about feeling ready. You're never going to feel ready. You might feel safe enough to quit your nine to five. You might feel like you have enough of a backup plan or enough of a safety net to go ahead and quit, but you're never, ever going to feel truly, completely ready. The only safety that you really have is not in the backup plan. The safety you have is in yourself. The safety you have is in your ability to wake up every single day and try again. Being able to wake up and start over, to show up online, to get on sales calls, your skills, your talent, your message that you're here to share with the world, that is where you find your safety. So as you're listening to these practical steps, I want you to keep that in mind. And I am going to remind you about this throughout the episode, because again, it's not about checking off all of these boxes. It's about getting to a point where you're willing to do the scary thing. Now, I usually say that there are two types of people when it comes to decision-making, The first type of person is the one who is going to get an idea and they are just going to run with it. They are going to leap out of that airplane and jump off that bridge and they just make the decision and they go all the way in guns blazing. I would say I'm that kind of person. So when I moved to Bali when I was 22, I actually lied to my family about how much money I had. My family thought I had, you know, maybe three or four thousand dollars saved up, but I had about 800 bucks. I had a one way plane ticket. I knew no one was going to bail me out. I knew that I wasn't going to have any help. So I just had to go all the way in and make it work. There was no logical reason. There was no common sense associated with why I did what I did, but I believed in myself and I was always willing to bet on myself and I will always bet on myself. I believe that I am my own best job security. Nobody can fire me. Nobody can lower my wage. Nobody can put a cap on my salary. I set my own limits and I have decided that I'm going to have a limitless life and business. So that is the decision that I make. So there's that type of person who just goes for it guns blazing. The other type of person is someone who needs some more logic and evidence in place first 
before they can go ahead and make that decision. Now, I want to go ahead and say that one is not better than the other. Just because you are not going all the way in guns blazing doesn't mean that you are not as smart or not going to be as successful or any of those things. It just means that your brain is looking for more logic and evidence before you can get to a decision. Whereas my decision and a lot of people's decisions are very much driven by feeling. So it's just about knowing which camp you're in and then finding a way to get yourself to your desired decision as quickly as possible. If you are somebody who values you know, logic and having a plan and being really prepared, then I'm going to be sharing with you today some things that you can go ahead and have in place that if you do, you can feel pretty comfortable about quitting your nine to five and going all the way in on your business. But again, remember, you are your own best job security. You are your own safety net, your skills, your passion, your desire, your drive, your determination. That's what's going to make the difference. And that's what's going to make you a successful business owner. It's not about checking off the boxes. It's about going all the way in. But if you need some help figuring out when to go all the way in, keep listening. So the first thing I would recommend you have if you are considering quitting your nine to five is having a validated business idea. So if you're someone who needs to have a plan, make sure that the thing you are banking on, people actually want. So what that means is be super clear on what it is that you do. So for example, I am an online business coach. I'm also really clear on who I serve. I serve female business owners, women entrepreneurs. I'm really clear on how I want to serve those people, those ideal clients. I want to have coaching programs and courses for them. I have all of those courses and coaching programs outlined in a product suite. I know what my high level, my mid-level, my low-level offers are. I know what's included and I know the pricing. And I've had people buy those things before, so I know that people want them. Now, you don't need to have everything ever planned out in your business, but we need to have at least a little bit of something that people are investing in so we know we're headed in the right direction. You don't need to have everything perfect ever, but if you have enough information, then you can tweak and adjust along the way, as long as you're getting that constant feedback that's validating and pushing in the right direction. So if you have a validated business idea, if you are super clear on what you want to do, and you believe in it wholeheartedly, and you know that this is something that you were put on this planet to do and share with the world, then you can feel more confident making the decision to leave your nine to five. The second thing I would say would be really helpful when making the decision to quit your nine to five is if your business has generated at least enough income to cover your expenses every month for the last three months. Now, some people who are the guns blazing type of folks are going to have one big month and they're going to say, okay, I'm good. I'm ready. Let's do this. Right. Because it's happened once before. So they know that it can happen again. And those are people who would never, ever believe that they could be one hit wonders because if if it's happened once, of course it can happen again. If you're someone who something can happen once and maybe you still doubt it a little bit, then I think that having your business generate enough income three months in a row to at least cover your living expenses, your personal expenses, should be enough of a safety net for you to understand that, yes, you can generate that income continuously and that that money is not going to dry up. That's the feeling that people really need to have. If you have this feeling of, okay, the business keeps making money, I'm putting in work, I'm putting in the input and I'm getting the output of the money, this is just how it happens, and you are at that point where you know at a minimum, you feel at a minimum that your business is going to make X amount of dollars, then it's okay to go ahead and quit your nine to five because once you have all of that additional time, you should be able to make even more money. Now, of course, it's not just about time. It's also about 
planning and strategy, but the idea is that you've created additional space to create additional income, right? So if your business is generating at least enough income for the last three months to cover your expenses, then it might be time to think about putting in your notice. Another thing, the third thing I want to tell you that can help you make the decision to quit your nine to five is if you really have a plan for what you would do when you quit your nine to five. So a lot of times people who are still working in corporate are treating their businesses like side hustles. So they might be working a few hours in the morning at night, maybe on the weekends, and that might add up to 10 or 15, maybe even 20 hours a week, which is amazing. And you can get so much done with that amount of time. But if that amount of time suddenly doubled or even tripled or even quadrupled, do you have a plan for how you would spend all of that time in your business? Now, I'm not saying you need to work 40 hours a week. I personally work maybe 15 to 20 hours a week in my business, but I have a very clear plan for how I'm going to use that time. And I understand how that investment of time and energy is going to bring back an investment of finances and income for my business. So when it comes to planning your time, really be thinking about what money-making tasks, what community-building tasks can you focus on and create space for that is going to allow your business to grow more quickly? Because at the end of the day, you could have all of this new free time. You could have all of these new 40 hours a week. But if you're just doing administrative tasks and organizing your Google Drive, I'm looking at you, that's not really going to get you more of what you want, right? But if you're spending that time on sales calls, or if you were previously only able to take three coaching clients a month, and now you can take nine coaching clients a month, that's going to triple your income right there, right? So really have a plan for how you want to use that time to grow your business. So money-making tasks is where I like to put my priority. And I think of a money-making task as anything that is going to bring new income into my business. So it's not necessarily fulfillment or delivery. It's going to be things like sales calls, marketing, creating new programs, reaching out to warm leads, that is going to be super, super, super helpful for you in making the decision to quit your nine to five if you know how you're going to use that time. The fourth thing I want to go ahead and share with you is if you feel like you have a really solid routine in your business and an understanding of what you need to do next, not just in terms of spending your time, but strategically, you know, both within the next three months to even in the next year, if you have an understanding, an idea of how you need to spend your time and investments and resources in order to get where you want to go, that is going to be very, very important. And that's going to make you feel so much more comfortable and leaving your nine to five. So it's about that routine in the day to day, but also in that forward thinking. So here's what I mean by that. Are you someone who can wake up every single day and you post on social media no matter what? You know you need to post on social media in your business, so you do it. Do you feel comfortable asking for the sale? Do you have a plan to launch a new program in three months' time? Do you work on your mindset every single day? If you have that day-to-day routine of really prioritizing your business and treating your business like a business, then that is going to make it so much easier for you to quit your nine to five because you have already made that space for it to be a priority in your life. Now, going kind of beyond that, if you have been thinking about, okay, what do I want to do three months from now? Not just what I want to do beyond today. If you're really planning for your business to stick around and you can see the vision, you can see the growth, then that's also a good sign that you might be ready to quit your nine to five because not only do you have the day-to-day routine down, but you're also thinking about what could come next. 
I want to go ahead and say this. You don't need to know everything ever about business, right? People don't come out of the womb, you know, looking like little Grant Cardone's and Tony Robbins. Those are learned skills. So the fifth and final way that you will know if it is time to quit your nine to five is if you recognize and invest in mentorship and coaching. Now, when I first started my business, I had no money to invest in these things. So I would go every single morning to get breakfast in Bali. I would be at the cafe Alchemy. It's like a vegan hippie cafe um, that was right next to my house at 7 a.m. right when they woke up or right when they opened, and I would have my smoothie bowl and I would read a book. I would read usually Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within or something like that, and I would just really, or Awaken the Giant Within, UPW is the event, Awaken the Giant Within is the book, but I would just read and read and read and consume, and I would read Grant Cardone, and I would read all of these thought leaders to just soak in their wisdom. I would listen to podcasts. I would watch live streams. I would do whatever I could to consume that knowledge because I knew and I recognized that these people had walked a path before me that I hadn't yet walked, but I knew that if I paid attention, that I could go ahead and find my own way. My approach to strategy has always been, instead of looking at one person to figure out what I'm going to do, I look at a lot of different people and I figure out what are the common threads. And that's how I make a lot of decisions in my business. If I notice that all of the people who are successful have coaches, then I'm going to get a coach. If I notice that all of the people who are successful are investing in video marketing, then I'm going to invest in video marketing. So that mentorship and support, not even just having it, but paying attention to it, and finding those people and looking at what they're doing and analyzing what they're doing and using that to influence your decision-making is really going to help you hit the ground running. My first ever coach, I invested in maybe two months into having my business, maybe a month and a half um, after moving to Bali, I put $3,600 on a credit card for six weeks of private coaching. I would meet with her once a week for 30 minutes, and then we would messenger back and forth in the meantime. And I did not have the money to do that. That went straight on a credit card. My mom is probably, you know, rolling her eyes listening to this, but I just knew that I needed the help and I was determined that if I had that help, that it would make a big, big difference for me. And it did. My first month of working with her, I made five figures. I made over $10,000 in cash. And part of the reason why that was is because I had invested all the way in and I had leaned all the way in that there was a little bit of a fire underneath me and I had to make that money back. I had to figure it out. I had to find a way to be successful. And that's what I felt when I moved to Bali. I moved to Bali with no backup plan and I was so determined to make it work. I was so determined to get out there and get everything that I wanted out of life that of course I had to do that. Of course I had to be successful because there was no other choice, right? So when you give up the backup plan, when you surrender the backup plan, when you lean more into your faith than your fears, that is when your destiny will unfold. And so I have given you five things that you can consider today of when it might be time to quit your nine to five. And you can have all of those boxes checked. But at the end of the day, you are not going to quit your job until you make the decision to bet on yourself. And so that's the point that we need to get to. And there might be some fears around that. There's probably some limiting beliefs popping up. You might be thinking, well, you know, what if the money dries up or what if I fail or what if nobody wants to buy from me or what if I get embarrassed or I say the wrong thing or 
you know, the coaching industry implodes in six months time. It could be whatever limiting belief is popping up. But again, if you lean more into your faith than your fears, your destiny will unfold and you will get that thing out of life that you want. It's normal to be afraid. It's normal to be scared. I was too. I remember I was so terrified of mean girls from high school and college saying bad things on my social media that I just did not post marketing on my personal profile for months and months and months. I would do everything in Facebook groups. I was so scared to start a business page because of what people might say. I was so afraid of that judgment. But it got to a point where I realized that my fears of what people may or may not say about me may or may not think about me, theoretical situations that probably aren't going to happen, but I'm treating as truth, that all of that fear and anxiety was actually keeping me further away from that thing that I wanted. So if what you really want is to have a successful online business, then at some point we are going to have to recognize that devoting the majority of your working hours to someone else's dream, to someone else's business, to a nine to five, to a corporate job is not getting you more of what you want. So you can have that plan, but at the end of the day, the thing that is keeping you back is that you have not made the decision to go all the way in. So that's what I want to leave you with today. That's what I really want you to consider and find a way to get to is how can I get to that place where I have made the decision to bet on myself? I absolutely love what I do. I love coaching because I can help people get to that place. And I hope that this podcast episode did that for you. Go ahead and connect with me. Let me know if you are quitting your nine to five, if you have quit your nine to five, if you're thinking about quitting your nine to five, and let's kind of get you to that point. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hey everyone, it's Paul here again. Thanks so much for tuning in for another episode of the Sabrina Phillip podcast. Just before you go, I wanted to let you know that for anyone who rates and reviews our podcast, we're going to send you a mug. Just head to sabrinaphillip.com forward slash podcast and we'll give you all the instructions for how to do that. We really appreciate reading those reviews. They really spark joy in our hearts and there's some funny ones in there. So please uh, rate and review the podcast. We'll send you a mug as a thanks and I can't wait to uh, see you back here for the next episode.